Welcome to the second episode of the Leadership Journeys podcast by TIAA Global Capabilities. For the second episode, again, we have the EVP and the CEO of TIAA Global Capabilities, Ms. Anjula Machandar. Anjula, welcome back to the show. Glad to be back. Awesome. Uh, Anjula, the episode that we have at hand today is titled Beyond Binary, right? And the content or the questions that we're going to be discussing, it's very interesting, but more than interesting, I think it's important. Right. So right off the bat, I want to ask you the first question, right? So Antula, you're a role model for many women and have worked with diverse global teams, leaders. What, according to you, is the business case for diversity, equity and inclusion or DEI, as we call it, for the organization? Thank you for that question. I do get asked that quite often. Um, the answer for me is quite simple. For me, diversity is about the different ideas, thoughts, and perspectives that come from experiencing life in different ways. People from diverse backgrounds tend to experience different challenges. Absolutely. And their learnings are different. And that is what they bring to the table. For example, if you think about a young woman who's trying to make a successful career, but also has multiple caregiving responsibilities, and mm-hmm. she must balance. Um, between the two. Integrate, I think is what I mentioned uh, in the earlier episode. Think about the visually impaired person who truly understands the power of listening Mm. or the person from armed forces who has become a risk manager and uh, resilient by design because they have faced the biggest risk of all, risk to life. Or for that matter, the LGBTQ person who knows what it is to fight to just have a voice. Mm. When you bring all of these perspectives together, the power of what you unlock is tremendous. And let's face it, our client bases are equally diverse. And it's time to match up to that. Right. And for me, there can be no greater business case than that that we have to be as diverse as our clients. Absolutely. That's lovely. That's a great opening note, I think. And really loved getting your perspectives on diversity, you know, inclusion, and a bunch of these important topics, really. But I want to bring focus to TIA Global Capabilities now. And uh, in what ways do you believe, you know, your organization can create and maintain a truly inclusive workplace, right? Because having this as a principle at the workplace itself is so important when you're dealing with the clients, as well as your associates and your employees. So how do you do that within the the organization? Well, we have to do several things. And we are doing um, a very considered approach as we uh, build out the agenda. So first and foremost is really being intentional about our approach to DEI throughout the entire life cycle of the employee. So that could be looking at diverse hiring slates, uh, diverse promotion slates, uh, or diverse learning slates. Mm. But at every point of time, really applying that DAI lens. The second aspect is about policies and practices uh, that support um, and give the right infrastructure for folks to be comfortable in. And uh, we have policies like the reasonable accommodation policy for our PWD colleagues. Um, We have gender-inclusive maternity and paternity policies. 
Uh, we have the uh, transgender and gender non-confirming policies for associates. All of these help people to constantly know that they are in an environment where they're supported. Right. Now, apart from that, we have various employee groups mm -hmm. which support various aspects of diversity. So we have five BRGs, as we call them, business okay. resource groups, who look at diversity across gender, uh, generational diversity, LGBTQ, veterans, um, and persons with disability. They um, conduct various uh, events. Uh, they do various initiatives to raise awareness. Like workshops, perhaps. Workshops, mm -hmm. trainings, uh, speaker series mm -hmm. uh, to constantly raise awareness and uh, ensure that the environment remains supportive. We have senior leadership team members uh, as sponsors for all of these business mm -hmm. resource groups. Uh, we have allyship programs. Uh, to provide mentoring, guidance, uh, and support wherever needed. So all of these aspects really um, are helping to create a supportive infrastructure where um, everyone is comfortable about bringing their whole selves to work. Mm. Now, there are some other aspects as well. Um, one of them is about constant communication. Mm. So while you create the right policies uh, and practices, you also have to constantly reinforce and be vocal about the intent. Right. So whether it's uh, our email communication, our town halls, such podcasts, mm. we ensure that we're constantly communicating uh, that DEI is the cornerstone of our culture. It's intrinsic to who we are. Lovely, lovely. And, and I'm so glad that you mentioned this and that you know it's not just coming from the top, that you actually have these resource groups that are planning these activities and that this uh, conversation that goes throughout, right? It's not just a one-off and that, you know, you're actually doing a lot of things towards this. But my next question to you, Andrila, is about managers, right? Managers and leaders, you know, given it's such a huge organization, how should they look at this journey of inclusion, right? How do they make sure in their own capabilities, right? Within their own teams, how should they approach this journey of inclusion? Well, you know, the first and foremost thing is for all managers, I feel, to be aware of the policies and practices they must yeah, promote. For sure. Uh, and always ensure that their team members are aware of these policies and practices and can leverage them where right. required. The second thing I would say is managers have to be vocal about their support for uh, diverse employees and, and team members. Most importantly... I think managers have to be aware of the single biggest risk that they're dealing with, and that is the risk of exclusion. Mm. This exclusion means the exclusion of ideas and thoughts and the inability to get to the best outcome for clients and associates. Right. I think those are the three things that I would expect managers to always keep in mind. Amazing, amazing. Next question for you, Angela is that how do you folks at TIA Global Capabilities learn from the best practices in the industry, right? So it's not just insular where you're just, it's within the organization, but from the industry itself, what are some of the best practices that you've learned? And how do you then, you know, how do you benchmark this, right? Because inclusivity for one organization might be different, for your own organization might be different. So how do you benchmark this and create a diverse and inclusive workplace? And that is a very important aspect. Thank you for asking that question. Right. 
we constantly benchmark with thought leaders and industry leaders. Mm. Uh, and we conduct several interventions where we bring in the outside in perspective. Okay, that's interesting. Um, so to speak. Okay. Uh, for example, we've conducted large awareness programs of um, LGBTQ, mm -hmm. um, how to interview, how to interact. And these programs are not just restricted to potential hiring managers or team members. We do this across the management team, all our employees, support staff, so that there is a holistic understanding. Sure. Um, we recently uh, conducted uh, a session on autism where we invited Gopika Kapoor, mm -hmm. who's the author of Beyond the Blue. Uh, she has an autistic child and mm. she talked about her journey with autism and, right. and neurodiversity. Um, we also, for example, conducted a um, session uh, for women's rights uh, nice. where we had expert legal advisors from the industry come in and talk to our women colleagues. So we constantly do these things to raise awareness and you know, reinforce that support structure which I talked about. Well, thank you so much for answering that question, Anil. I think uh, it's so interesting that you're getting not just the perspective within the organization, but even from outside. And that really helps you sort of you know, benchmark things very clearly. But speaking about the outside, right? Um, this, this thought came up, right? That nowadays, especially in 2023, uh, diverse talent also has multiple options, right? So how do you, as TIA Global Capabilities, align you know, your local practices, global practices, to stay competitive within this talent market, right? Because talent will go to wherever they feel comfortable, wherever they feel safe. Um, so how do you make sure that, you know, at the acquisition process or the talent acquisition process, or just in general in the hiring process, how do you make sure that you're aligning all of these practices? And that is an interesting aspect to think about because talent does have a lot of choice today. Yeah. I think I would sort of say the same or rather reinforce the same things again. Firstly, of course, being intentional. You talked about yeah. the hiring process. It's not just the hiring process and how we acquire talent, but what is the experience of that talent through their entire life right. uh, uh, with uh, TIA with Global Capabilities, whether that is in hiring or career progression, their learning journeys, and how they experience the entire workplace. Constantly being intentional about that uh, is important. I think the second thing uh, would be being overt and mm. vocal, both internally and externally about the support. And this is where I you know, bring in that element of constant communication and constant reinforcement of the intent and of the agenda. And then, of course, ensure that the support structure, which really forms of all of these things, whether it's the policies, the practices, the employee support groups, all of that are in an environment which thrives on itself, mm. by itself. And most importantly, create a safe environment for people to bring their whole selves to work. Absolutely. Um, I would say that is how we are approaching this. Lovely, lovely. My final question to you, Angela. We've had a very fascinating discussion about diversity, inclusion. Um, I actually want to get some real life instances or examples where you know you can talk about how TIA Global Capabilities is that diverse workplace that you know we've gotten some great insights. But if you have any anecdotes, perhaps any examples uh, that could exemplify all of these points, 
I think that'll be lovely for for everyone to hear. I will share a few things here. Um, let me talk about the uh, learning program that we have curated for our women leaders. Okay. We launched this a couple of years ago. Um, we are about to start the third cohort, uh, and it has been a, an extremely successful program in creating a talent pipeline. And these women leaders are seeing doors open for them. Uh, they're moving on to new roles and opportunities, which is very gratifying to see. Lovely. We have a global inclusive leader award. Wow. Okay. Uh, and That's... we also have one now uh, in India locally. Right. where employees get to elect who okay. they think right. is the most inclusive leader. And yes. we've had several winners from India uh, in that particular global award. So these are just some instances. There are so many other things that we do. Uh, I've talked about uh, you know, our policies where we don't differentiate uh, between the mother and yeah. the father uh, in, in our maternity and maternity paternity policies. Yeah. Um, we also do a lot of these awareness um, uh, interventions, if you will, which are theme-based celebrations of diversity. Right. So, and many of our peers do this, um, to be fair, have uh, celebrations of diversity month, pride month, parenting month, and all the time really ensure that everybody feels included. Yeah. And everybody knows that they are creating value in their own way. Absolutely. For TIA Global Capabilities, every day is a day of inclusion and diversity. That is who we are. I love that. On that note, every day is a day of diversity and inclusion. Uh, thank you so much for sharing your points, Angela, for this uh, great learning as always. And thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening and watching this episode of the podcast. We'll be back soon. Wonderful speaking to you. Thank you so much. Thank you.